Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Shoppers John Deere presents live from West Palm Beach for the start of spring baseball. Thanks to Academy Sports and Outdoors, it's Payne and Pendergast on Sports Radio 610. All right, we are into the 9 o'clock hour. Final hour of the week in Florida, Lake Worth Beach, suburb of West Palm Beach. And uh, we've, had a, we've had a great week here all week long. Thanks to Shoppers John Deere for bringing us down here. Uh, let's recap the week. I like to do this in a format I call Four Winners, Four Losers. That's sort of my gimmick when I write things. It's easy to break down. It's very consumable. It's good to have a gimmick as a writer. Big Heming- time. Hemingway was like that. <laughs> Longfellow. It, it kind of was, though. They all are, actually. <laughs> they all have gimmicks. Don't overly glamorize yeah. these guys. Um, so Four Winners, Four Losers, Seth. And feel free to add to it or dig into these or rip them. Doesn't matter. Uh, winners. Let's start with winners. And some of these are baseball and some of these are non-baseball. Winners. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Latino World Order Pitching Brigade. Oh, God. Yeah, thank God for the Latinos. Of, oh, my God. Of Framber Valdez, yeah. Christian Javier, and Luis Garcia, who we got to watch all three of them pitch. I'll yeah. throw Hector Neris and Brian Abreu in there as well. Yeah, Abreu. Yeah. smoke. They look good. Hundo. They, they, they look good. I come away from this spring training week yeah. feeling Really good about the pitch clock as it pertains to the Astros pitching staff. Yeah, Framber is the only one that we're really concerned about because I, but I, I don't, we haven't seen him genuinely tested. I mean, the real test is going to be in a game that matters when Framber maybe would be getting frazzled, but he steps off the mound, does some breathing exercises. Like, they might need to bring his sports psychologist stateside this year mm-hmm. and have him just uh, follow him around. Hang with him, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's back in, uh, he's back in. I don't think he's in America. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure. Um, but, I, but I think you're right. When the games start to count, that's where, yes, that's where yesterday was a little unnerving. It's like, okay, he looks rushed. Yeah. And this, he looks rushed, and this actually might be something that affects him more in the regular season and postseason. I don't know. It's one game. At the bottom line, hey, look, he was, he was so rushed and agitated, he threw two shutout innings with a couple strikeouts and a double play ball. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like, so he's still really good. So I think overall, this starting pitching rotation – which is, with no Lance McCullers, is going to be anchored by uh, Fromber, Javier, uh, who looked great, by the way. Christian Javier looked awesome yesterday. Luis Garcia looked awesome in his first game. I didn't see Urquidy pitch. He pitches today. Um, But Sunday, I know they played in a real low-scoring game. I didn't get to see it, but Urquidy presumably was pretty good as well. So... Uh, very happy with yeah. the, with that the Latino World Order pitching brigade. Yeah, uh, Hunter Brown and Lance McCullers. It's uh, so far Hunter Brown's only had one appearance. So, yeah, you know, didn't didn't look quite sharp. It wasn't a disaster or anything. Yep. Um, oh, but then also um, now since we're segregating this anyway, yeah, might as well go with our um, um, uh, Forrest Whitley. Forrest Whitley looked. Yeah. Uh, he let up a two run homer, but he looked promising enough. He was throwing strikes. Yeah, that's yeah. progress. Yeah, that was uh, yeah. His control was fine. That's progress. Number two, four winners. Four losers. Corey Lee 
One of the one of the only open spots on this team right now yeah. is backup catcher. They didn't go get one in free agency. Corey Lee in the two games we were at had a double and a home run. Yeah. He's and got uh, beamed. He's got a that's right, he got hit by a one hundred two mile per hour that's fastball. Right. So he's tough and he that's walked down I mean, to first yeah. base. Every time I see somebody get hit by a ball like that, I'm like, oh, I'm a coward. Yeah. I would I would quit right then. I'd be like, yeah, I know. <laughs> no, They'd say like, hey, <laughs> you had a pretty tough job. Thanks, Corey Lee. It's between you and Diaz. Uh, like, uh, how's it going? Like, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I'm quitting. Yeah. I just got hit by a 102 mile per hour baseball. Do you see how hard these things are? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Corey he's, Lee's had a good week. He's got a 12.32 OPS right now. Yeah, he's a 2.86 average. Diaz hitting 125 with a 3.75 OPS. Diaz, and Diaz struck out because of the pitch clock this week. Oh, that's right. He had a pitch yeah. clock strikeout. So Corey Lee. I would say ahead of Yiner Diaz. Right neither now. of those guys have looked awesome throwing to second. So I feel I feel no. like Maldonado. Like neither neither one of them are necessarily He's knocking on the door to bat. You're right yeah. to to uh, take over Maldonado defensively. Number three, four winners, four losers. Uh, our boss Parker, his steak grilling chops. Mm. He cooked some delicious steaks the other night. Yeah, you know he, he marinates. Which is a good idea. Like I never marinate, and I, I was talk. I, I talked to him about his marinating technique. It was afterwards. it was quality stuff. Yeah, it was good. It was really, really good. good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We ate well down here. I would he, say. You know what he did too? I remember this yesterday when I was peeing. Uh, he made asparagus alongside him, which is good. <laughs> what too. reminded you of the asparagus? By you get uh, the smell of asparagus. I know. I'm oh, okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> it was a bundle of asparagus. Okay, it wasn't like a single. <laughs> I didn't eat any. As, as I, <laughs> it's literally the reason as, I don't eat asparagus. As I was, um, <laughs> listen, these are your bigger than average asparagus. Okay, gotcha, right? gotcha. No, but it was that was uh, that was really good. You, you got to be careful job. when you're, and it's it's a nice surprise when your boss cooks something. Uh, you got to choke it down, no matter how bad it is. No, these so were, it was actually these yeah. were not empty platitudes. These yeah. were legitimate compliments that we were giving him. They were delicious. I feel bad Steak for was like delicious. people that go out with their boss and they, and, you know, eat like sashimi or something, and uh, you just got to choke it down. Yeah, right? you can't yeah. be a wimp in front of your boss. Yep, no, you gotta, you gotta eat. You it. had octopus taco last last night. night. I had octopus taco. That's yeah. not slang for anything. It was an no, actual, no, octopus, an actual taco. octopus taco. I mean, yeah. maybe slang for something, but I ate an actual octopus yeah. taco. Yeah, it was, uh, uh, yeah. No, it was good. I love octopus it's great it's oh. when it's it's in my it's on my sashimi mount rushmore really yes the raw octopus? yes raw octopus yes don't the suckers tuna, freak you out tuna salmon uh yeah i can do those yellowtail i can do that octopus no the tentacles or as the folks that own the the uh the restaurant call it taco t-a-k-o that's what octopus is called in uh in Japanese. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant the people last night. I no, like, no, they call it taco, too. <laughs> That's T A C O. Yeah. Ironically, octopus, the word for octopus in Japanese is taco. So to sum it all up, the boss cooked good Cooked some good steaks. Yeah, yeah cooked some good steaks. Uh, last winner of our four winners and four losers from this trip, Lake Worth Beach, Florida. Mm-hmm. This is a fun town. Yeah. This is a fun town. If you're looking to come to Astro Spring Training, you can stay up at West Palm Beach. You can stay at your spas or your resorts or your hotels. Man, Airbnb in Lake Worth Beach. This is a fun little city. Yeah, and yeah, get as close to Lake Avenue, or as we locals call it, the Ave, the Ave. as uh, as possible. Because uh, you get down to the Ave, and there's a lot of open air bars and oh. restaurants and everything. We went to an Irish pub. Yeah, and there was a guy singing poorly, but he was singing. He, okay, and, uh, was he the worst live music singer that you've ever heard outside of a karaoke night? The, 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 I mean, no, he was, not wor- oh, he yeah, was the like, worst no. hired. 
live music I've ever heard. I wonder and if yet I loved it because I knew the words to every song. He might have been doing it for free because that was on a Monday night, I think, wasn't that's it? True. Or a Tuesday yeah. night. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's a fun place. I don't think he's listening, so I can talk about it. And then it. if you can uh, do it, book it sometime around. They have a street painting festival that we just missed. We just missed But that. that's a whole bunch of fun yeah. when you go down to the Ave. Yeah. yeah. We were talking to the guy that owns this place, and he yeah. just started dropping in the Ave. The Ave. Like, so you're talking about Lake Avenue? Yeah. Like, yeah, the Ave. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Seth was the devil on my shoulder yesterday as I was walking down the app. We'll get to that in just a second. Um, so those are our four winners. Uh, four losers. Let's start with baseball. I'm cautiously nervous about Jose Altuve you think and Altuve's a loser? Hunter Brown. Okay. I'm cautiously nervous about him. You're right nervous now. about the pitch clock and how it affects Altuve. Uh, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he seems a little agitated by the whole well, thing. He seems a little agitated and is, um, you know, Altuve's got, I guess he's fidgety. Is that the word? I think somebody wrote about it. I was trying to, I was saying quirky. It's a fair characterization. But maybe fidgety. You know, he's always biting his nails. It'd be yeah. like if you told him to stop biting it. Well, actually, I did worry about him during COVID because that oh. was one of the rules, wasn't it? That yeah, you were allowed, you're not supposed uh, to touch your face. Which I don't stuff. know if they enforced that ever or not. I can't even remember. But like, I was like, he likes to bite his fingernails. Let him bite his fingernails. He seems healthy now. He's not yeah. going. <laughs> I'm just just for the fun of it. Maybe that's I'm, why he batted 219. Just that for the year. fun of it, I'm going to write an op-ed on the website later about <laughs> how we should it. all ban fingernail because of COVID. <laughs> That'll go well. So, um, are you cautiously nervous at all about him? I'm, I'm like nervous that? that he's got his little idiosyncrasies, yeah. and then when you try to squash him out of it, it might not go so hot. Yeah. I, I think that he just needs. I think ultimately, kind of like it is with Luis Garcia. Yeah, it might work out for the better. Just take uh, take as much extra movement out of things or out of your routine or preparation as possible, and just simplify it. Maybe it works out better for Jose. Um, my um, my next loser in this, uh, coconuts. Yeah, and I know you're going to disagree with this one because you're not nearly as frightened by the coconuts falling from the tree as I am. But I just feel like uh, you know I'm getting a little older, and I start to think someday I'm going to go, and it's getting closer with each day. How is that going to go? How will I leave this earth? Right. And you as might I have saw, a clean death. And I, as I saw multiple coconuts laying in our yard that weren't there when we arrived yeah. on this trip, I thought, yeah. well, that would be a hell of a way to go. And I'm standing in the front yard smoking a cigar, and a coconut lands on my head. We've had multiple. More coconuts fall in the week that, that we're here. Are you any say, more frightened of the coconuts than you were at the beginning of the week? No, because I've known since I was like four that coconuts fall out of trees. I forget sometimes. It's, uh, I, you, were, you were surprised because apparently you think coconuts are harvested by, you know, by coconut pickers who shimmy up trees or something. I'll be honest. I'm surprised yeah. we didn't get a warning from the owner of this Airbnb. Well, and actually they're not. I'm, I'm sure they actually are harvested by machines these days. But um, <laughs> At one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, I think... I. You know, I was thinking about it. I was laughing at you where you said there should be warnings to people who might not be from Florida who are renting a house and there's coconuts that could fall on their head. Um, I, maybe you might be onto something there. Like, he, let, let, me, let me give you a scenario. They're pretty heavy, man. They're, dude, they're like rocks. Yeah. yeah, they're like rocks. If you had kids and you were at this Airbnb, yeah. I, would, I would keep my kids from playing in the front yard because of the coconuts. Boy. Yeah, I we guess had maybe like might... four fall while we were here. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Or would I just? You just don't love your put kids. them in a bike helmet. <laughs> okay, you know what? <laughs> if my kids got if they got lippy about it, I would say fine. But you got it. Yes, like a Mark Kelso helmet. Yeah, like kazoo. They have to wear a gigantic helmet. Where they look like a bobblehead. I've got a friend, man, who's so he's a he's a single. He and his wife have a really cool relationship. Their ex wife. Yeah. Um, 
And like they're they basically the kids come and go to whichever house they please. They mm-hmm. live about a half mile away from each other. And uh, but his one son, I was over there one day, and and the uh, the kid obviously his mom makes him wear his bike helmet. Right. But he was asking the, the kid was asking uh, my friend it's like Dad, do I have to wear do I have to wear my helmet? And he's like. I don't know. Are you going to crash? <laughs> no. All right. There's your answer. <laughs> it's <laughs> tremendous. <Man>. Dude, <laughs> that is tremendous. <laughs> mind you, mind you, um, my friend and I did have a childhood friend who got killed by a uh, in a car accident while riding oh, his bike. Jeez. Yeah. No, we're over it by now. Uh, so, <laughs> but, but still, I lay. Like, uh, like whenever people, whenever people are like, "Hey, we never wore bike helmets and we're still alive," but like, not all of us. Yeah, not all of us. <laughs> um, loser number three in our four winners, four losers from yeah. this trip. A fellow, I'm going to call Martiki Mike. Yeah. So yesterday, I'm on a walk in between us coming back from the ballpark and us doing the Facebook Live. I took a walk, and I'm walking through downtown Lake Worth Beach, as we just described. It's fun. It's awesome. And I'm walking past a few of the bars, and I had no intention of stopping. And I text my friend Seth Payne, and I say, I'm so tempted to yeah. just stop at these bars and drink with the locals. And you sent me a two-word text. Do it. Yeah. So I literally turned around 180 and walked back into the Igo Martiki bar and sat down next to a fellow named Mike. And Mike and I were watching this car race on the screen that I can't even begin to describe how dangerous this was. And we were... Yeah, somebody texts in. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a figure eight where the cars eight. are all missing each other. They it, cross it, each other. It's, it's crazy. sprint cars, but yeah. So Martiki, Mike, and I are watching this, and we get to... We strike up a conversation, and as it turns out, Mike was sitting at the bar by himself because he was waiting for AAA to get there because his car was impounded, and it was in a lot where it was impounded and totaled by his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend, a month ago. And it had been sitting in this impounding lot for 30 days, and he hadn't come and gotten it. It was 35 bucks a day to keep it there, and he owed the lot $1,100. And this was impacting his botany business that he owns, I'll call it. He said he grows plants. He didn't say what kind. And he described all this to me in 90 seconds, and I looked at him, and I didn't say this out loud. I said it in my head, and I said, Sir, thank you for giving me... The perfect Florida story. Yeah. All I needed was for his ex-girlfriend to be on meth, and that would have been the perfect Florida story. Yeah. Yeah. So he it was, was good. good. But you ended up having a good time. We had him. a great time. We talked for like a half hour. Big sports fan. Yeah. Huge Jose Altuve fan. Yeah, you said that. He loves Jose Altuve. By the way, it appears that this figure eight racing is called figure eight racing. Ah. So okay. uh, kudos to, Step your kudos game up, to marketing the stock people. car community for right. figuring out how to uh, you know, name something. Had you seen that way. before I sent it to you? I feel like I had, but not necessarily. I thought it was like just some stunt that they do every it's now and then. Bananas. It's a big deal. But this was like a crazy. I've seen it before. I'm watching one on the internet right now. That's not nearly as crazy as what we were watching. Dude, it was uh, it was nuts. It was crazy. It was crazy. And Martiki Mike thought it was crazy too. Yeah. Um. So Martiki Mike, I liked him, but he's in the loser category because his ex girlfriend basically stuck him with an $1,100 tab for his totaled car. Well, the guy that owns Hashtag this Florida. place. The guy that owns this place has a good Florida story. Was he used to live in Cleveland? He would and work construction all year. He'd come down for the winter and have himself a good time. He got back up to start his construction job one spring. Gets a call from a lady he'd been hanging out with down here, uh, a woman who was in the middle of a divorce. Um, well, it turns out the divorce was sealed when it when she got pregnant. 
by uh, by Mike, the our future landlord. He was yeah. also named Mike. Yeah, so he came down. Yeah, yeah Mike. Uh, Maybe it's pre- the same Mike. It's, a pre- it's not. Okay. <laughs> <It's not. laughs> that would have been funny though. I feel like it worked Boy, this out. This guy right. has had some things going on. I feel on. like it worked out all right for Mike, the construction worker, because like he was uh, telling me about the different properties that his wife's family owns that yeah. are all rentals, and like they're uh, his hey. wife's in Australia right now, and hey. just yeah, we're the ones paying him the rent. Yeah, you know, yeah. like he's on that end of the business deal. Yeah. So last loser, real quick. The St. Louis Minor League Stadium staff yesterday for not knowing where to get media passes and once they gave them to us, what gate to go into. Yeah, they was... must have stopped in six different places to go into the stadium. And I actually like read the email. It instructed us to go to a specific spot. Yeah. And then every time we would go to security gate, it felt like there was a conspiracy against the Astros, frankly. Yes. Which wouldn't surprise me. They kept saying, like, no, you're at the wrong gate. But the other gate told me to... This is the one nobody that, that's listening to us cares yeah. about right now. They do because it was it was a real life version of being on phone tree hell. Oh yeah, you know when yeah, like yeah. you know when yeah, you're on customer yeah, yeah. service yeah. with uh, with uh, the the telephone company or yes. with the uh, the TV company yep. or something, yep. and they're like, oh, this is the wrong department. And they send you to the department, and then the department that you go to tries to send you back to the department you just came from. It that was, was like that. that, except it was 92 degrees out. The- <laughs> yes. and you had to walk. You were to so mad. Place. You were so mad. You broke a sweat. You're I like, know. that's it. I'm going to be sweating the rest of the day. I was just like nice yeah. and cool and calm, and yeah. I was walking, and then it got closer and closer. Then we had to walk six miles to get to our media the, pass. The start time, and yeah. I'm walking faster and faster. Yeah. By the way, Martiki Mike, big fan of the, the moniker being better than everybody else scandal. Oh, yeah. He right. liked that. Okay. He thought it was really funny. Um, up next, this just had an XFL story. I know you're going to say XFL. This story for XFL 3.0, the new XFL that happened this past weekend, is crazy. I gotta get Seth's thoughts on this as a former football player. Is this player from the XFL gonna be banned from football for the rest of his life? That is next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Shoppers John Deere presents live from West Palm Beach for the start of spring baseball. Thanks to Academy Sports and Outdoors, it's Payne and Pendergast on Sports Radio 610. All right, so I'm looking at a tweet from Dove Kleiman, who uh, is a he's a yeah. He covers NFL news. He takes people's news and spits he, it back out. He he does he does so. Um, but he has uh, it is his tweet that I'm reading. So um, <laughs> he tweeted this uh, this morning, eight thirty this morning. Story, and I'm finding the story right now, so I can get more details on it if we need them. Um, but the this is out of the XFL, the Orlando Guardians who the Houston Roughnecks beat in week one of the season pretty soundly. Way to go, Wade Phillips. They cut quarterback Quentin Dormady after he allegedly gave an opposing team plays from the Guardians' playbook. The team heard about it, investigated, and released Dormady. They also removed his stats from the XFL's web- the XFL website. So the league... Has erased him from existence well, as well. They went Stalin on him. They did. It's one thing, like you can't. I, I mean, the stats happened. Yeah. Unless. Yeah. Oh, boy. No, they 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 completely erased so, him. What? Are they, so he gave the other team their plays, but we don't know like why or how or or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just okay. that he gave he he gave plays from the Guardians playbook to an opposing team. Um, he never plays football again, right? Right. <laughs> I got yeah. to imagine. Well, especially if it ends up being. Anything to do with gambling, which um, I don't know how it, it probably wouldn't be. It would be that sounds more like something. I that, don't know. Opposing like uh, I mean, could it chances are it doesn't have something to do with gambling. But uh, that's a great point. I hadn't thought about Seth, um, which is where it shows I'm the gambler on this show. So I'm in I'm, I'm immersed in that ecosystem. You as somebody probably look at it a little more rationally being on the outside looking in could could that somehow be tied to gambling? I don't know. Like if you get, yeah, if you gave the, if you gave some plays from your playbook to the opposing team, it certainly gives them a leg up. Right. Yeah. If you're yeah. just like, that's an easy way to do it without actually having to, you know, like throw your, you know, throw a play or anything, or right. throw an intentional interception. Right. What's his name? His name is, uh, his name is Quentin Dormady. Irish name. I wonder. That's the. Um, that's probably worse. I mean, if you get caught. Yeah, throwing a game. Okay, getting caught gay on a game like Pete Rose or something is apparently like akin to murdering seventeen people. But even um, if you bet on your own team, yeah, even if you bet on your own team to win, but that but that is the worst when you're gambling, or, or that's one level of bad if you're gambling on your own team. If you throw a game, that's uh, that's really really bad and very much frowned upon. If you give an opponent your plays and it's to help throw the game. Then I feel like that's the worst possible things because you're. It's not just. It's not just you screwing up a play that hurts the team. It's making the entire team and coaches look bad. Right. You know. That's like if you're a quarterback and you throw a game or you throw an intentional pick. Usually, like ideally, it's one something where you're winning, but you you know throw a pick to keep from covering the spread or something like that. That's bad. But at least your team still wins. Where this would be actually making everybody on your team and your coaches look worse. So this might be the worst level of being involved in gambling in sports. He is if, a, if, if it was gambling. Yeah, involved. yeah, yeah. He went to, it looks like, Central Michigan at one point, and then he was at the University of Tennessee. Mm. So that's his, uh, that's his background. According to an article I'm looking at here, it allegedly went down at the Arlington Hub 
where all eight teams are based. So all eight yeah. teams in the XFL are based out of Arlington, Texas, and then they travel to the games on the weekends. He was at the University of Houston in 2018. He was? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. We should know about this guy then. It was, he was uh, Tennessee 2015 through 17. Okay. Then, and then U of H 2018, Central Michigan 2019. Okay. I had really no left, idea. Made an impression in all those places. Wow. Okay. I'm, I'm probably going to look at the text page. There's probably a bunch of Cougs going, yeah. That's why we got rid of this guy. That's why he was only here for a year. Wouldn't keep his mouth shut. So we're getting some texts on this what now. What was Herman's last year? At, uh, um, 2016. Boy, it's been a long time already. My that God. Would have been a, that would have been a major Apple White. Well, I would have think of it, yeah, if it were one of the years like with Herman when, when, they would, when they would compete versus all the studs and then struggle versus the bad teams. Then, uh, then, uh, then I might have to go looking at this, this character and see exactly what was going on. What was this guy thinking? <laughs> like, seriously, like, what? Like, dude, you're – I mean – that's something where if he were actually a good player, it would yeah. put me on the. I would put him on the. You know, on the on the black. It would blacklist him for me if he know, were even a good is, player. I he's guess a, this is the danger of a backup to Paxton Lynch in the XFL. Doing there's a it. chance that he might just be dumb because yeah. if it's if it, when everybody's staying together at the same facility and you got playbooks and everything, they might have casually been discussing something, and he may just have given something too up too much up because he got too comfortable. Yeah. So I don't have a clue, like, as uh, far as what allegation to throw at him. It's, um, you've you got to find out, I suppose. Uh, as far as quarterbacks go, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, and Anthony Richardson all met with the media earlier today back in the 7 o'clock hour. I, I'm virtually certain that there will be some snippets or certainly some podium analysis going on, on in the loop today because that's, uh, that's Landry Locker's area of expertise. Uh, Bryce Young was asked. He did meet with the Texans. Said the meeting went great. Yeah. Said that he got a lot of wisdom yes. in his meeting with the Texans. It's good to know. We're imparting it. Are we going to now be accused of giving wisdom to another team's quarterback? Probably. If, like, okay, Bryce Young goes to the Colts. <laughs> Bryce Young beats the Colts. Thanks a lot, Casario. That's, Thanks a lot, D'Amico. That's Dormady's defense for his winning. I was just giving wisdom to the opposing team. <laughs> What's your problem? Uh, yeah, this is uh, so great. We've given all this wisdom to a potential future uh, I wonder. I wonder what wisdom they imparted to him. I'm guessing it was along the lines of like maybe what to focus on over the next couple months, and you know what, like kind of like what what to focus on when you do get drafted, learning learning the offense, all that stuff. And probably um, they've probably got some good advice. About I always that. tell people, I, I like when people ask for advice going into job interviews because I used to hire people before I got into radio. Um, I was always imp- and I and I been the subject of plenty of job interviews and trying to get jobs. Yeah. Um, my advice is always to go into an interview with more questions for them than they have for you, yeah. even when you're the interview subject because it shows an interest. But I, I would imagine that doesn't apply to these interviews they're doing at the Combine because you only got 15 minutes. Well, they are very impressed if you know something about the team. Okay. Like if you actually look like, oh, yeah, you know, I like the way you guys run this scheme or something. Because that, for one... You know, you don't want to read too much into interviews, but at the very least, that shows that a guy actually put some thought into it. Yeah. You know, like I, like when I, I didn't take a lot of free agent. There was only one year where I was actually a free agent. It was when I was really, really injured. But like before, I would go to um, the various teams. I would go through the bio of everybody on the staff and kind of like I, I bullet pointed a couple things. In you know, like areas of common interest, so it's easy to remember. But like, so when I'm meeting the strength and conditioning coach, you know, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember you. Like, I, I read that you worked with this guy or whatever. Um, 
and you, you just like it, it shows that you're like mature. You know, it shows yeah. that you're actually preparing yourself for these things. And then obviously, people love talking about themselves. Did you have a veteran player suggest that you do that when you went into free agency, or did you think to do it yourself? It's just something I learned over time. I, honestly, from being kind of like awkward in first exchanges and introductions, like like Jonathan Cannon, <laughs> um, I, I just learned over time. Oh, okay, if I can. Figure out something about what they're interested in beforehand. It makes it go a lot easier. And like the old Abraham Lincoln was uh, quote was, "If you talk to somebody about themselves, then they'll listen for hours." So <laughs> true. Yeah, like if you know, whenever you're meeting anybody new or anything, just try to just look at things from their perspective and think about what they're interested in. Bryce Young got asked a lot about his size. Obviously, that's probably that that might be until Jalen Carter went and had arrest warrants issued. Yeah. Uh, or warrants issued for his arrest, I should say. Uh, Bryce Young's size was the biggest topic. He was asked about it. He said, quote, uh, I've been this size respectfully my whole life. It's fair. People can ask questions. To which I say, you've been 5'10", 194 your whole life? I want to meet your mama. Boy. <laughs> How odd was that in first grade? We know what but he he's, meant. Well, yeah, he's been – I wonder if he has been undersized his whole life. Like, I wonder if that was, you know, he could have been one of those kids that's, you know, the kids that are, like, huge in eighth grade sometimes end up being, if they have a growth spurt early, that also means they stop growing right around then. So he might have been a giant and then had to adjust to, to being a smaller guy. Maybe, maybe. It's always better to be the small guy that ends up having a late growth spurt because then you've got the scrappiness of the, uh, of the small that's guy. That's my son, Sammy. Yeah, he Sammy was scrappy was and, then he, and, then he, and then, he, then he shot up. Shot up. But he's still got the, foot and a half. the scrappiness of a, a smaller guy. He is scrappy. Um, Bryce Young says he talked to Mac Jones earlier this week who gave him some guidance on how to go through this week. Young says he just represents himself in meetings with teams, says schematically he's happy to be from Alabama, and a lot of things match up, whatever that yeah. means. So It does help him that he played uh, for Bill O'Brien. And I know uh, a lot of people might be skeptical of that, but O'Brien you know, uh, has a lot of quarterbacks out there who kind of gush about how much they learned from Bill O'Brien about reading defenses, about offensive philosophy, all of that. Now, I think with I think with O'Brien, there's a little bit of a disconnect sometimes between the classroom and the on-field stuff, but he does teach his guys a whole lot. So I think Bryce Young will probably be more prepared at the onset, at least, for adapting to an NFL offense. Yeah. Like, more so than Cliff Kingsbury was. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like he's been immersed in it more than Cliff Kingsbury. Yes, for sure. Cliff Kingsbury is like, I guess we'll just – do what I was doing in college, yeah. but just with better athletes? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Forgetting that it's against better athletes, too. Uh, we've got some C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson. I'm just looking at Brooks Cabina's live tweeting of this. Um, we'll, we'll pick off some of the interesting things from those, but the quarterbacks all meeting with the media today. I'm sure that'll be a big topic on In the Loop, as will Astros spring training. We're wrapping it up here. This is our last segment of the week. Been a phenomenal week here, and we appreciate everybody tuning in all week long for what we've been bringing you here. Uh, covering the uh, the Astros. It's just been so much fun down here in Lake Worth Beach and uh, West Palm Beach covering the team. And a big thanks to Shoppers John Deere for bringing us down here in Academy Sports and Outdoors. So we'll talk to the guys on In the Loop next, find out what they've got going on on their show as we head into the weekend. Stay there. You are listening to Payne and Pendergast. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. John Deere presents live from West Palm Beach for the start of spring baseball. Thanks to Academy Sports and Outdoors, it's Payne and Pendergast on Sports Radio 610. All right, good to be with you, uh, Payne and Pendergast, Sports Radio 610. All the quarterbacks met with the media earlier this morning, and um, Bryce Young was impressive, CJ Stroud was impressive. According to Brooks Cabina, Anthony Richardson was low-key hilarious, which moves him three spots up my big board. That's yeah. what humor is worth to me. i got to watch it for myself, but I trust Brooks' sensibilities when it comes to that. you got to be careful because... The sense media- of humor is big on my scouting report. Sense of humor, it needs to be genuine sense of humor versus yeah. like Mark Sanchez. Uh, it would turn out had like a very juvenile sense of humor. Yeah. A lot of like goofy fart jokes and stuff, that yeah. kind of stuff. And I think that... When you're looking for uh, a leader of men, Sanchez wasn't quite ready for that. that yeah. Is it a Jameis Winston sense of humor? Like, I hope not. So I don't want it to be Mark Sanchez or Jameis Winston. Uh, maybe it's just like a genuinely witty sense of humor. How does this make you feel? Okay. CJ Stroud, Brooks Cabina's live tweet of the uh, press conferences, says he wore number seven because of Michael Vick, says he looks up to Deshaun Watson and sees similarities in their games. Oh. Of course, they share an agent. Mm-hmm. They share a marketing manager. They share a quarterback's coach. Although, he's been working out at a different quarterback or preparation academy. CJ has? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he and Bryce Young have been working out in Southern California. I so forget I, the name of it. But I think Quincy, I don't think that means that Quincy Avery isn't uh, associated with him anymore. Yeah I, don't, I just, yeah, I don't know if it means he fired Quincy Avery. I don't, he may have, he may not I don't have. So, I don't, yeah, I don't think I don't, so either. I feel like we would have heard about that. Probably. So... Um, so Mike Vick, boy, I don't know if those are the comparisons I would make for either of those guys with CJ Stroud, but obviously he spent time with Deshaun Watson. Well, Stroud just so. says he wears, wear number seven because of Vick, not, not cause he has similarities. In oh, okay. But he feels like he has similarities looks, with Deshaun similarities Watson. Similarities to Deshaun Watson. Well, he actually okay. says no to their games. Yeah, no, you're right to both of them. Um, so I'm with you on that. I don't see, but he does go on to say this, Seth, because the knock on CJ Stroud is, as you've pointed out, very methodical, very robotic, everything right for him at Ohio State. How's he going to do when there's a pocket collapse? What Bryce Young does, he can improvise pretty well when when the world is collapsing around him. C.J. Stroud said he didn't showcase his athleticism enough in college rolling out of the pocket. Wishes he'd done it more to prove that he could, but he believes there's things like the Georgia game that show that he's done it before. Yeah, and that's a hard thing because and that's the hardest thing to evaluate with a guy from Ohio State. It's not fair necessarily, but you also have to acknowledge that we don't know how he operates 
you know, in, in, in a lot of adverse circumstances because we haven't seen it a whole lot. It's worth mentioning, though, that he hasn't done great when he has faced pressure. Yeah. But it's almost like, and I don't want to make excuses for him. I'm just saying sometimes if you hardly ever face pressure, then yeah, when it does, when things do break down, you're not as accustomed to it as somebody that has to deal with it all the time. So I, I think there's just more unknown there than you would like. There's a lot of, a lot of people would love to see, okay, how would CJ Stroud have done if you could have put him in less than ideal circumstances than we know. Bryce Young, you know, normally playing at Alabama, you'd be able to say the same thing, except that Alabama didn't have the same just naturally astonishing talent roster-wide on offense as, uh, as they usually do. No, so you're right. Bryce Young has had to improvise, has had to deal with muddy pockets more so than a lot of other guys like Tua Tungavailoa. Certainly than any more recent Alabama quarterback, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Six two six nine. Trailer wheel and frame text page. We've not done that yet today. Give it to me. Thank you. We've not spent a lot of time on the text page today. I apologize to the texters. Um, Seth, you knowing D'Amico on a personal level, which one of these QBs do you think impressed him the most in the meeting room? That's a really good question. In the meeting room? Oh, okay. Which one impressed him the most in the meeting room? Ooh. It says in the netting room, but I think they meant meeting room. <laughs> what I mean, the netting room? I don't even is. know what a netting room would be. <laughs> or maybe you meant to write knitting, Knit. like where they learn how to knit to test, test manual dexterity. Yeah. That's, a, that's what's taking the place of stupid combine questions. <laughs> Remember Philadelphia had guys doing... Playing like uh, Sirianni had rock paper scissors going. Yeah, last yeah, year. yeah, yeah. The so now they're room. knitting. I'm gonna assume they mean the the meeting room, right? Um, I think uh, I'm looking at my keyboard. Yeah, yeah. I'm next to end. So <laughs> let's see. I would. I want to say Bryce Young, uh, just because he seems like the most. He seems like the most mature, doesn't he? Of those four. Like, uh, if just, I had to uh, bet on one, you know D'Amico better than I do. If I had to bet on one, it's Bryce Young. Yeah, I, I think there's something about Bryce Young that feels a little bit like an old soul. You know, like a guy that's maybe wiser beyond his years. That's where there's so many things about him that just make me comfortable with him as a quarterback, except for the part uh, that I'm terrified about, which is his, his size. His size. Yeah. His tininess. Not his height. No. If he were, if he were his height, but thick like Russell Wilson, I'd be like, okay, are you weird like Russell Wilson? No? Okay, cool. You're my guy. It's just that he's so little. I it's like if I were to, if I had a little brother that was his size, I'd be pushing him towards baseball at a breakneck pace. Yeah, uh, that's the that's the part that makes me nervous. I'm uh, I'm guessing. I don't know. We'll ask Landry's going to do the toss. Lopez is out today, so we'll talk to Landry in a few minutes. Noted podium critic. Noted, noted self-proclaimed podium critic, and I enjoy his work critiquing the podium. Uh, we're getting texts in now. What kind of idiot would use that name as a comparison to himself? Talking about C.J. Stroud <laughs> yeah. comparing himself to Deshaun Watson. And, and Mike Vick. You know, and yeah. Mike Vick. Yeah, no, 8209 says that. 0162, I'm out on Watson 2.0. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wish I'd seen this earlier. There is. I mean, there's something about <laughs> read the room, buddy. You know how I feel with quarterbacks. Like, the, the stuff that I think is overblown at other positions when it comes to uh, uh, you know, the way they interview or where they are at the podium or anything, I very much feel for quarterbacks and head coaches, it really matters. Absolutely. Um, it's not something you can't get past, but man, yeah, they're, oh, and with quarterbacks especially, judgment. Because this, I feel like this is borne out. Like a lot of times, like with defensive linemen especially, sometimes poor judgment off the field is actually a pretty good indicator for like, yeah, but he's a monster. On yeah, the field yeah, too. yeah. No, he's like, insane. Yeah. You're in a position where you're allowed to be insane. Yeah, like Charles Haley. I don't you know? want my like quarterbacks just, yeah. to be insane. Right, right, right. With quarterback, I do feel 
that in football in general, there are a lot of personality traits off the field that don't transfer to the field. Like we talked earlier, Ronnie Lott was just like a perfect gentleman off the field. You would never guess that he was the psychotic, you know, just killer that he was on the field. So you can't always tell. I feel when it comes to judgment in quarterbacks, guys who show poor judgment off the field tend to show poor judgment on the field too. So like, honestly, this, look, this, uh, this is not nearly as bad as like Ryan Leaf poor judgment or anything, but um, there's something about like, okay, just like not reading the room or understanding that maybe right now isn't the best time to yeah. compare yourself to Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Uh, that, that gives me a little bit of pause. <laughs> or possibly um, ever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right now or maybe ever. Um, Anthony Richardson, some good quotes from Anthony Richardson, the Florida quarterback in here. Uh, it says, uh, this is Brooks Cabina. Anthony Richardson, a rising draft prospect, rejects the premise from a reporter that he's got a, quote, project label saying, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. And that he can provide things to NFL teams right now. I need my quarterback to understand the, def- the definition of the word project. He's, he's gone. <laughs> so is yeah. he? No, 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 no. Um, because he was just. But he is a problem. He was just saying that, you know, colorfully, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, I think that. Um, I guess you know what the right answer for that is. Uh, okay, this would be the perfect answer. Would be, hey, you know what? I study. I study the great ones. You know, I study Kobe Bryant. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> um, I study no seriously. Jalen Carter. No, but I study. I study. You know. I study Tom Brady. Yeah. I study Kobe Bryant. Throwing a Larry Bird there to really make us olds happy. Yeah. And say those guys constantly viewed themselves as projects. So yeah, I'm a project, Ooh. and I'll always be a project. Boy, that is good. Mm. Boy, add this Ben. Add this to the list of businesses for us: consultants, <laughs> Payne and Pendergast, combine interview consultants. <laughs> it is true. As far as I, I genuinely believe that, though, like that's one of the hallmarks of guys like that. Yeah, is that it's, it's amazing how curious they stay. They always give that as advice: stay curious. You yeah. Know? Uh, w- when you and I die, who are we leaving our whiteboard of unfulfilled business ideas to? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who are we selling them to? Yeah, that's what I meant. will reap those benefits. <laughs> that's what I meant. <laughs> You're going to hear from my estate. My list of things that it will event- they will eventually come to pass, and I'll claim credit for them, uh, even though I didn't put any energy into it. <laughs> oh, yeah. we got Landry. Okay, I thought you – oh, <laughs> okay. Landry's here. So the thumbs up you were giving me, Ben, was uh, for crosstalk? Oh, okay. You said, I'll text when he's there, and I said, okay, and then you said thumbs up. Hi, Landry. How you doing? What's crosstalk up, guys? brought to you by – we're good. Crosstalk is brought to you by DNM Leasing. What's going on, man? Podium critic this is a big Dude, day for you. We got we got the audio. I gotta say, I was blown away, blown away by one of these prospects. Just absolutely oh. blown away. Now, was it young Seth Payne explaining about how he'll always be a project? Uh, no, it was not. <laughs> Damn it! And by the way, speaking of that project, I've never heard a draft analyst jump on a prospect as bad as. Someone did with one of the guys that you guys you were just talking about. Really, oh, yeah. it's okay. the, it, it is epic. Jump on him like in a negative way. Oh yeah, epic. Oh wow, epic. Okay, I'm intrigued by this one. Yeah, we're gonna time. have to listen on the Odyssey app on our way to the airport. We will. Yeah, yes, we're gonna be headed to the airport. Well, okay, the airport, the bar next to the airport, but still. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna jump on with you, Landry, at some point uh, early on in the show, right? Yeah, ten forty. Okay, ten forty. Okay, ten forty. Yeah, got it. Got 1040. it. What else is happening? You you got Smitty in there with you today. I got Smitty in here today. We're gonna get into all this. We're gonna hear from the quarterbacks themselves. Smitty's got some interesting takes. We're gonna go through some combo plates, some two twelve. 
combo plates. We got the slime off at 120. There's there's a lot of business to take care of. It's a fun it's a fun fun time. And I got to tell you, there was some there were some interesting things said by these quarterbacks. Can't wait. Love me a good in the loop Friday, especially when there's podium critic stuff to be had. All right. Um, thank you, Landry. That was crosstalk brought to you by DNM Leasing. Seth. Antibodies to you. Antibodies Fun week. To you. I've noticed as the week has gone on that the other shows have not asked me to come on the way they have you, but I'm not going to complain <laughs> about it because much like I used to complain about not being on the field on third down, when I would be on the field on third down, I'd be like, oh. I'm so tired. Yes. <laughs> so have fun with your guest appearances. Uh, yeah, again, I'll afternoon. hot tag over to you if you want me to. No, I'm looking forward to that. Um, hey, big thanks to everybody this week tuning in. Hopefully we gave you what you wanted out of spring training here. Big thanks to Shoppers John Deere for sending us here. Academy Sports and Outdoors as well. We will see you all back in Houston, 6 a.m. Monday. Keep it tuned here all day long. We've got you covered on Astros and the Combine. Have a great weekend, everybody. Look at that fruity booty on here, Sean. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.